What is up boomers it's Shrey today's episode is with co-founder and CEO of Rio Rahul Sangoy now if you haven't heard of Rio i don't know what to say matter of fact i have one right here that was amazing now let's get on with the fusion what is up everyone it's Shrey and today i'm joined with uh, Rahul Sangoy co-founder and CEO of Rio the popular energy drink as always to start it off mr sangoy introduce us to yourself and to you hi guys uh, shreya uh, first of all thanks a lot for uh, you know getting me on your podcast and i must congratulate you that you know when i was at of your age of 16 17 years i don't know what i was doing maybe i was just winding away time but uh, you know at this ripe age you're getting into and launching a podcast uh, it's it's phenomenal and i congratulate you and i wish that more teenagers like you get inspired and do something uh worthwhile yeah so again so so i uh, i really hope sincerely that uh, you know more teenagers get inspired by uh, you know teenagers like you who are doing something really worthwhile uh, at this ripe age okay rather than actually you know wiling away time watching netflix or your amazon prime or your pubg so congratulations once again on launching this podcast i'm highly inspired uh, share thank you so much okay so as always to start it off uh, introduce now a bit about yourself and uh, rio as well so uh, i am 43 years of age uh, my wife is a dentist i have a son who's of your age 15 years old he's a, he's appearing in his 10th standard um I started uh, Rio Beverages. It's actually now called as Rio Innobev Private Limited. We just uh, formed, got formed into a private limited company uh, 15 days back. So now we're calling ourselves as Rio Innobev uh, Private Limited. So we launched the company way back in 2011. So we've been into existence for the last nine years. Uh, our core product has been uh, Rio Fusion Drink, which is actually a fizzy fruit drink, uh, very one of its kind in the country. We can still proudly say. that uh, you know uh, like to like flavor to flavor we don't have any competing product in the market uh, we can also proudly say that uh, you know this category was almost like an the fizzy fruit drink category was almost like a non existing category uh, before we launched it so we we are kind of innovators uh, and try to build this fizzy fruit drink category in india which is still in a very Uh, nascent stage, but growing at around about 25-30% CAGR. But uh, in the Western countries and other countries, uh, this category is pretty much uh, you know at a very large scale. Mm-hmm. So we we started this company way back in 2011 with just me and my two younger brothers. Uh, so it's just three of us. And uh, today, as I'm speaking to you, we are almost 150 people. We had launched Rio in just one uh, city of uh, Pune. Uh, okay. our home city and now we are spread in close to around about six states and with close to around about uh, 18 odd cities under our fold we've got close to around about 110 people working in the sales department and the balance 40 people are the support staff and the workers so it's been a very exciting journey and i'm looking forward to share this journey with you in this podcast rea very impressive statistics like but uh, the you said that there's no one in the market doing this or you have no competitors essentially uh like how did the market of fusion drinks uh like come upon you like 
what events happened which made you think that oh there's a gap in the indian beverages market for a good fusion drink so let me just let me create something what events yes this? yes so so i did uh, i after my masters in marketing management from the pune university uh, i went to australia for doing my mba in marketing yeah uh, and rajiv he's an engineer after doing his polymers in uh, mit in pune he went to rochester institute of technology to pursue his uh, you know masters in uh, polymers so both of us actually uh, have been beverage aficionados uh, always we we used to love beverages pepsi coke and you know uh, oranges and mangoes of the world <clears throat> but a striking kind of difference that we saw uh, that i saw when i was in back in melbourne and when rajiv was in rochester that whenever we used to go to the supermarket uh, aisles and used to see n number of beverage options in the supermarket aisles right it used to be huge sections right from your energy drinks to your soft drinks to your uh, sports drink and uh, fizzy fruit drinks but when both of us came back to india i came back to india way back in 2001 and rajiv came back i think in 2006 we we came down to a similar kind of uh, inference that uh, in india the rich industry is absolutely you know dominated either you have at one end of the spectrum you have the cokes and pepsis and mazas of the world priced at around about 10 to 20 bucks and the other spectrum red bull had just started entering into the market so you have just energy drinks which are highly priced at 75 to 100 bucks mm. okay so so we clearly saw white space for a mass premium kind of drink a fizzy fruit drink and that's how the idea of rio was conceived okay way back in 2009 it took us close to run about one and a half two years to do a entire research to get down to the formulation and all that because me and rajiv were not from the beverage industry but we said that you know uh, since we want to do something different and we don't want to enter our family businesses let's go and strike out our own and uh, we still feel that the beverage industry is a sunrise industry in india and uh, that's the white white space that we realized that in that 30, 25 to 30 rupees bracket there is not even a single uh, beverage option which can actually offer the youngsters uh, fruit flavored fizz uh, fizz kind of drink so all our flavors basically so so then we launched rio with three exciting flavors one is wildberry which is still our highest selling flavor mango passion again our highest selling flavor and blueberry peach so we thought that let's launch rio with exotic fruit juice blends mm-hmm so that's how the whole idea of rio was conceived mm-hmm. uh, so earlier you said uh, the research process went for 2 years uh, so yeah. in case anyone wants to you know uh, build a brand around a specific product what is the research process like because how important is the so, research research phase so you know brand, brand comes a little later on first you need to get the product uh, market fit right Okay. Yeah, okay so you need to iterate you need to prototype uh, you know uh, you need to actually go and sample it so so the way that we started off that yeah once when we realized that okay beverage is one industry that we want to start off our new business with then what we did was we caught hold of a scientist okay uh, who uh, who was an ex uh, pepsico guy uh, who who had led the entire qc and rd r&d department he had worked with uh pepsico for close to 40 years 
so rajiv went under training under him to understand how the nuances of the endar uh, how the beverage is prepared how the new flavors uh, you have to concoct you know what all kind of uh, care that you need to take while preparing a beverage right so once when that training happened then we came up with lot of fermentation combinations different kind of flavors and we made our friends and families as our guinea pigs and then we sampled amongst them hmm. okay you know we gave them 10 flavors tell us which flavor do you think will work well which will work out of those 10 then we shortlisted five to six flavors then what we did was since pune is the known as the oxford of east right so yeah. there is a uh, there is a big population of students and students are our core target group right so we actually went outside colleges and just did random sampling and asked the teenagers the youngsters okay you know what do you think how do you like this taste how do you like this taste mm. well, what more can be done better so out of that then we zeroed down on those three flavors and again once only zeroed down in three flavors then we got doing you know brio was one brand name that we were sure that we wanted to take um you may ask the reason how rio was born the name why the rio because so when i was doing my marketing uh, back in australia i had my marketing professor uh, professor reed and uh, he used to always profess that in case if you are launching your own brand then it needs to be a three letter or a four letter word always should be given the preference because that's easy to remember it's re- it's the recall value is much more faster and so so we said that okay whatever brand name that we choose let's actually first look at three letter or four letter word and rio came up very strikingly uh on the forefront now you may ask uh, why rio because the moment that we talk about rio uh you know you immediately start thinking about rio de janeiro which is a party place which is a cool place again rio is a very hip word it is not associated to just one thing uh, it's a very young kind of name and you can actually play around with the name and uh, letters a lot so that's how the name we uh, finalized on rio mm-hmm. right so so once these flavors were uh, decided then we went into the entire prototyping where the labels and everything were established and what we did was we didn't want to go gung ho absolutely and launch it all across pune so rajiv and my and and then after 2 years my younger brother uh, my first cousin rohan also joined after he finished off his international business uh, from sambhasis so rohan and rajiv were involved in the entire manufacturing process okay so how did we zero down on the facility so from day one we never started with our own plant because again you know uh, we guys were very much new in the entire trade we were not sure whether we going to make it big or you know how far it's going to go and so my family said that you know why don't you actually first get into a contract manufacturing facility get some one and a half to two years of good experience into the beverage trade and then once when you start getting good traction repeat sales and everything then we will invest in a new facility right so we got into a contract manufacturing facility which was based in vanavri so rajiv and rohan used to uh, so that guy used to make some local drinks like jeera and all that right so in the morning he used to do his production and from afternoon 2 o'clock 3 o'clock he used to give us the facility to us and where rajiv and rohan would do the entire production so the way that we had split up the work between three of us is rajiv and rohan were looking into the production part and myself uh, i used to look into the distribution part so what we did was 
uh, we we bought we actually bought a small uh, Maruti van, a cargo van. Yeah, at that point of time, a second Maruti van, and I used to drive across all the suburbs of Pune by myself. Okay, because we didn't want to actually invest in manpower immediately, and uh, I think uh, even if we would want to look out, we would not get the required manpower because you know we didn't. It, we were a zero sales company. Yeah. So I would. So what I would do is Monday I would go and visit the Koregao Park and uh, you know Kalyani Nagar outlets where we had picked up you know around about five to six outlets in Koregao Park, five to six outlets in Kalyani Nagar, and I would go and deliver it to them. On Tuesday, then I would go to Aund Baner side again. I would deliver it to close to around about 10 to 20 shops. On Wednesday, I would go to the Kothrud area. So that's how we had covered uh, a couple of suburbs over a week's time. And I would service these shops every week, right? So that's how we had actually, uh, you know, formed our own distribution channel. In the initial six months, we we were selling it to close to around about 100, 150 shops in Pune. Okay. And what we did was we used to keenly observe the repeat rates. So uh, as I would say that for any business, it's very necessary that you observe rather than actually going uh, aggressive immediately within the first year, second year, first observe the repeat rates happening at your outlets. So uh, is, is the shopkeeper placing orders every weekly? How often is he placing? So, so the, so what what we actually got to know is that you know the shopkeepers are giving us weekly orders, weekly. So it means that the repeats are happening and customers are coming back again and again to buy real. So somewhere in six months we got this validation, yes, that you know the at least the product market fit up to a certain extent we are being able to achieve on the taste part, on the packaging part, and on the pricing point. Hmm. So so that validation came in. After six months, then we said, okay, now let's go to the second phase where we, you know, uh, place the drink in another 200, 250 outlets. Okay. After three months, again, uh, we got very good repeats. And in a year's time, uh, I think we got very confident on the thing that, okay, this has, uh, you know, this product Rio has some juice in it. Okay. It has longevity. I think we can go a little more aggressive from year two in marketing the product. And uh, that's how the whole uh, business began. And uh, after a year's time, we thought that, okay, now at least let's get our first salesman in the company. So we got our first salesman who still stays with the company. He's now promoted and he's handling the entire Maharashtra for us. Yeah. And uh, as soon as he joined after a month or two months, we got our first distributor. Oh. And then as the rest is history, you know, uh, I mean, then after one, we got the second, third, fourth, fifth. And as, as I'm talking today, we've got close to around about 170 distributors uh, distributing our products uh, in the territories that we are present. And we've got close to around about 18 to 20 super stockists also uh, working closely with us. Oh, that's really good. So uh, the, this is like, you know, the initial parts. You talked about the first one or two years of uh, Rio and operation. Uh, yeah. when, when was that moment when it just blew? It just went crazy it went crazy after two years oh. you know after after two years after a year year and a half we realized that you know this facility the contract manufacturing facility is not going to take us any uh, more forward uh, it's very uh, you know it was a need of the art that we put up our own manufacturing facility because uh, we already had started getting traction so we had started actually shipping the goods to Lonaula Mableshwar as well so there were a lot of inquiries coming from Mumbai, 
and mumbai mm. is a you know giant yeah. it, it's like a you know bottomless pit mm. and we were very we want to get we were very very optimistic that the product is going to do very well in mumbai but we wanted to make sure that we don't fall short on the supplies that's why we said that first let's put up our own manufacturing facility and then we will target mumbai in a very structured and a very systematic way mm-hmm. so in 2011 was so in 2009 uh, mid we shortlisted on the uh, facility here and it took us close to year year and a half to build the entire factory and we started with a commercial production in 2011 of jan okay and then there was no stopping uh, once when we started this facility first we we had launched rio only in glass bottles 250 ml but as soon as we put up the facility we put up a glass canning a glass line as well as a canning line mm-hmm. so from the new plant we started selling rio in glass bottles which were priced at 25 rupees and in those 330 ml fat cans which are priced at 30 rupees okay and uh, once when we entered mumbai uh, somewhere late 2011 uh, you know in the next 3 to 4 years we got exponential growth and uh, so for three from 2011 to 2014 we we restricted ourselves only to pune and mumbai mm-hmm. because we getting very good traction we were learning the ropes of the entire trade and from 2014 we expanded to goa post that uh, in 2015 we launched it in andabad baroda uh, in 2016 uh, was the delhi ncr belt launch in 2017 we went to punjab and uttarakhand mm. uh, yeah so so i think the latest market that we launched was uh, uttarakhand market way back around 2017 mm-hmm. so, so are you so mainly has- targeting uh, urban areas or for now yes yes yeah. so so rio so rio is as of now a pretty much a metro and a mini metro phenomena because mm-hmm. as i told you it's a mass premium kind of product yeah. we don't have a 10 rupee or a 20 rupee product mm-hmm. our cans are priced at 35 rupees and is radically different as compared to your you know colas or oranges or lemonade or something of that sort so mm-hmm. first you need to acquire the taste for that yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's a little bit on the concept selling so we right now restricted ourselves only to the metros and mini metros Mm-hmm. So what we typically do is we target a town which has got close to population of around about twenty-five to thirty lakhs. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and then we launch the product in the top hundred, hundred and fifty stores. We don't go immediately all across. And uh, for the first year, we launch it only in hundred, hundred and fifty stores. In the phase two, we recruit another hundred, hundred and fifty stores. So that's how we build the entire distribution channel. Mm-hmm. And and our first go-to places when in, during the launch are the school. uh canteens and the college canteens because that's where our core tg the youngsters reside yeah. so we target that and what happens is one the youngsters get a taste of the product we are pretty sure that they come back uh, for repeat customer uh, for repeat buys because of the taste and uh, the overall look and feel of the packaging as well and post that then we uh, you know that the sale that's happening in the college and school canteens gets filled over also in the retail market and mm. then we start expanding into these mom and pop stores bakeries uh, and your you know other kirana kind of stores so mm. that's how uh, is our uh, route to market yeah yeah that's a really structured plan uh, like by testing where your products will do best and then going all out uh, that keeps yes, it safe yes, yeah uh so what like i have a question like uh, 
what is so different in rio that it managed to like break through in such a saturated market of soft drinks yes so uh, rightly said very good question shreya uh, i think uh, the beverage market is a very competitive market and it's dominated by the biggies like the of uh, you know coke pepsi yeah. and uh, dabbers of the world so couple of points that have made us click in the market and with our consumers um you know the philosophy of rio when we started was that we, we don't want to actually target the entire age group right from a 10 year old to a 70 year old grandpa hmm. okay we we still are and will be that we are going to be a youngster focused drink so whatever offerings that we launch will be from the age group or the age group of 13 to 30 years old okay, okay. so i think uh, the extreme concentration on a particular age group okay has really helped us so what the other players do is they ask the consumers to follow them you know by doing lot of these tv advertisements or your outdoor advertising hmm. but what we said that we will follow our consumers okay, okay. so let's go and do lot of free samplings where the youngsters are hanging around in their colleges or around their uh, homes okay let's do let's go and do free sample okay let's go and participate in these college and school festivals okay so that the youngsters get the first hand of rio okay, okay. so so we follow our consumers so mm-hmm. that's been a major kind of breakthrough for us mm-hmm. second thing is what's click for rio is the uh taste okay as i told you that the flavors are radically different uh we as when we started our purpose has been that we will not offer the consumers the same tried and tested flavors whatever flavors that we launch or the products that we launch will be very radically different as compared to the flavors available in the market or the products available in the market and we still live with that philosophy that all our future products will be completely different as compared to the competition hmm. so right now we have six flavors and i can still proudly say that there has not even one beverage company which has similar tasting flavors yeah okay yeah. so 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 the six flavors is wild berry second is mango passion again mango is not your typical ripe mango it is that kacha aam mango mm. so nobody is still giving that third is blueberry peach okay again a very unique flavor fourth is an acai berry flavor when we launched acai berry way back in 2015 nobody in india had also heard that there is a fruit called as acai berry acai berry is actually a native to only Bra- uh, it's grown only in brazil so we import the juice right from brazil and oh. do the uh, filling over here mm. um, then fifth flavor is passion fruit again you know passion fruit nobody has yeah we had people have heard about it but uh, in ready to drink nobody is giving this flavor passion fruit and fourth is green apple oh, i mean sorry yeah. sixth is the green apple flavor so again green apple nobody is giving you the closest is happy fizz but that is you know that's not a green apple flavor that's a regular apple flavor mm. so so again these very unique flavor profile have the, you know worked for rio and the third is the clutter breaking uh, packaging that we have you know we made so what we did was we we went away from the trend of a typical beverage so if you see if you pick up a juice pack okay you will see fruit photos on it yeah almost right? every time yeah. pick up or you will always see it but we hmm. said that no let's not do that let's actually make the packaging very stylish very hip and 
where the youngster will resonate himself with that packaging the moment that he'll pick up the bottle or the can he should feel good that and he should uplift himself so we wanted to make the packaging very aspirational mm. for the youngster mm. and uh, so that's also worked yeah so i can these see these yeah. things that have really worked that we we said that we are not going to go with the industry flow we will go against the industry what the industry does right now and 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 that's the reason for uh, you know uh, the success that we are getting in the market mm-hmm. or i mean success is too early that i can say we have a very very long way to go but uh, whatever repeat actions uh, that we are getting and the love from our consumers that are that we are getting is all thanks to the uh, these three vital points yeah yeah it's very important especially like now uh, you have to create something unique because uh, there are way too many similar products in the market you have to go all out and create something different that no one's ever seen before like how your uh, like how rio absolutely absolutely as, mm-hmm. as i mentioned that the that the product market fit is very necessary for any product uh, mm-hmm. before launching any product or in that prototyping stage so don't hurry yourself and go completely aggressive test the product test the product test the product 100 times and then uh, go ahead with that yeah correct uh, so you mentioned uh, you still have a long way to go so what are those plans Uh, for you maybe 10 so, years down the line so shrey yeah yeah so shrey as i told you we are still actually you know uh, a company uh, which is largely present in the western part of the country and a little bit in the northern part mm. you know india is such a big country we are still not present in any of the south markets we are not present in any of the north markets you know the up state bihar we are not present in any of the eastern markets uh, also in the western market we are still not present in lot many other cities so i think as a company we have a very very long way to go so yeah. the next so i think uh, you know we have just started okay so so the the way that i would like to describe it from 2011 to 2016 were our startup years mm-hmm. okay where where we were doing lot of uh, we were learning from the consumer we were learning from the distribution channel we were learning from our sales people as to okay what's the optimum way of getting the product to the market what's the optimum way to get the uh, best kind of product to the consumers what is the optimum way of you know uh, compensating our channel partners so we learned all that in our startup phase okay okay now from 2017 onwards i think uh, we are in that young growth company phase mm. okay and uh, that's what we want to now latch on and get into the super growth uh, phase because at least whatever learning was required that required uh, to be in the beverage phase we've gone through the entire learning uh, phase where we've got our own setbacks but that setbacks we never take it as a failure we've always taken it as a stride and as as a learning experience uh, through lot of these setbacks we've got lot of innovations also uh, you know be it in the uh, production side be it in the distribution side or the sales people side and uh, we've learned uh, you know the major learnings that has required for a beverage company i think we've undergone that and we are all ready to get into the next uh, growth phase for us so mm-hmm. i think sky is the limit when it comes to india because um, as a as as our uh, you know uh, pm always says that india 65% of the population is under 30 so i think uh, you know india is a big field for us yeah so now for the next few years your target is to just uh, 
spread spread like wildfire so two things so so two things okay mm-hmm. uh, we want to go deeper in the distribution in the existing market itself yep. when i talk about deeper is uh, we want to make ourselves available in more retail outlets mm. okay more cafes uh, more bakeries more dairies okay so that's one way that we want to expand is getting deeper and deeper into the existing pune market or you know mumbai market yeah. andabad market delhi market and the second way is expand is like open new cities so the next mm. um, if it if it was not for covid we would have launched it launched a drink in hyderabad and bangalore in this uh, march itself march april okay. but then you know because of covid the expansion plans have taken a back seat so by i by early next financial year we'll be launching the drink in bangalore and hyderabad and uh, post that then you know plans are there to go completely aggressive in rajasthan and chennai and then the northeast which is again a very good market like you know places like shillong imphal guwahati and those places mm-hmm. yeah that's a, a good plan like uh, to go slowly but surely and uh, make it systematic so that absolutely way. absolutely mm-hmm. Uh, so now uh, i have a question from one of the listeners to the from the podcast uh what would you recommend for young people uh to do to get involved in business so uh you know for me entrepreneurship when i was not running my own business so so a little family background about myself we i come from a family uh, from a business family hmm. okay so my dad uh, used to run a petrol pump which is opposite pride hotel okay the big hpcl pump and plus we are also into the tire trading business we are still into tire trading business so for me it was entrepreneurship is equal to business a businessman is equal to an entrepreneurship okay, okay. but i think both of them are radically different a businessman is different and an entrepreneur is completely different okay uh, and i got to know this uh, when i started my own business okay so the key thing is uh, two things that i learned is what what entrepreneurship is okay entrepreneurship is making magic out of nothing creating magic out of nothing hmm. okay so before i started uh, rio rio product was not there this category was not there so i'm proud to actually say that i started something i've, I've given the consumers something uh, that was not existing in india okay yeah. and uh, second thing is as a entrepreneur or as an or entrepreneurship is all about problem solving okay but you know where the success lies as a entrepreneur is not to do away with the problem or eliminate the problem entirely but to find a creative solution in a very profitable way mm. so so it's all about problem solving so what's the problem that we solved is the youngsters never had the options of these lovely exotic profile uh, flavor profile drinks so that's the white white space that we realized that it, that's there in the market and we launched rio okay and 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 you know uh, what's happening is also there is a lot of backlash for the colas where you know caffeine is added and all that mm-hmm. so we we were very sure that you know in rio we're not going to add caffeine so we we proudly still write on the can it's 0% caffeine okay so it's very it's it's much healthy alternative to a cola or a lemonade where even the sugar is 30% less as compared to your coke pepsi or even you know mangoes of the world mm-hmm. so these are the kind of things that we thought that you know 
are the pain points in the industry so let's solve it correct mm-hmm. yeah so so so, so if, did i answer the question yeah you somewhat did so like if if you want to get uh, involved in business at a young age start identifying so, different problems in society so, like on, so exactly yeah. so if you want to uh, get early in the business as you rightly said that first you need to zero down in what industry you want to get into yeah okay uh, just just zero down on something i mean if you actually going to go across around about lot of industries then it will be very difficult mm-hmm. but zero down on an industry okay and then once when you zero down in the industry then you know get down to at least five to six different kind of products that you want to get into Mm-hmm. then do a prototyping amongst your friends and families once when you shortlist on another three or four of those products then go to the actual market retailers or your end consumers and ask for opinions ask for suggestions mm-hmm. uh, and then once when you are sure about it then i think you can go into those you know mini phases as as i shared how we started off rio mm-hmm. yeah on an average i i guess it takes you 2 to 3 years a day the day that you decide okay that let's take an exam going to launch a kind of lollipop okay? okay so for you to actually get a entire commercial will take you close to 2 to 3 years right from your inception conceptualization to a commercial launch hmm. yeah yeah you answered it uh, pretty well so a uh, fun fact for me i drank my uh, first rio when i was 10 or 11 uh, oh that's fantastic yeah i and to talk to be able to talk to you right now it's it's amazing so yeah even thank you so much i'm privileged yeah even my first reactions to i think it was a uh, wild berry only uh, my first yeah. favorite i don't remember properly but it uh, yeah it it was i think wild berry my i, I was blown like i i didn't tasted anything like this before so it was completely new and i kept coming back to it okay thank you thank you so much that means a lot that uh, you know i'm speaking to one happy consumer of ours yeah. yeah and 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 the love and the kind of feedback has uh, you know made us uh, go from one uh, milestone to the other milestone mm-hmm. yeah you i think you'll get a few more extra uh, like a uh, 100 or 200 more happy consumers after thank this so podcast <laughs> okay so that's been it uh, thank you so much for coming uh, it's been a pleasure amazing uh, talk from you and uh, any last words yeah so i would just say that uh, at this young age okay don't people talk about okay ke what are you passionate about follow your passion but i think that's all junk that's good in the book part okay mm-hmm. you will never find your passion just shortlist one thing okay and get deeper and deeper into that and that's where your passion will come out from that yeah. but if you say ke okay let me go and find what i'm passionate about you will never find passion cling on to one thing hang on to one thing get deeper about it mm-hmm. i'm sure you'll find your passion in that kind of stuff yeah you Be want anything mm-hmm. uh, beat any sports beat you know any of your projects that you're doing maybe it's studies or entrepreneurship or whatever but uh, you know it it sounds very rosy be find your passion and then it will take you but that doesn't in reality doesn't work that way mm-hmm. yeah you don't find your passion by thinking about what your passion is you get your passion exactly. by doing doing one thing absolutely absolutely it, yeah. so that's what i would tell the youngsters 
and i would again as i'd mentioned that this is the time that there are so much of uh, you know tools where one can actually do such amazing stuff in entrepreneurship and and we've got you know examples on regular basis across globes where 15 16 year old are actually coming and forming new companies because suddenly because of the internet there are so much of opportunities that opened up so my request to all the youngsters is that this is a great opportunity to go, get into entrepreneurship okay to learn the ropes rather than actually whiling away time watching netflix or playing uh, pubgs of the worlds or clash of clans get onto thinking about being an entrepreneur yeah okay and and there is a old adage says that why work for somebody else when you can work for yourself that so is. that sticks on to yourself mm-hmm. sticks on to me a lot mm-hmm. okay. thanks ray it was great and uh, look forward uh, to connecting with you on regular basis and all the very best and once more congrats for this podcast thank you so much everyone for listening till the end uh, really grateful and if you haven't already follow and subscribe to the podcast uh, follow if you are on spotify and uh, subscribe if you are on itunes again thank you so much for watching uh, there'll be a new episode coming every sunday evening so stay tuned for that thank you